Radio Zoom 109. Post-traumatic stress disorder. From Vancouver, British Columbia. We are the music makers, and we are the dreamers of dreams. Radio Zoom. Another edition of Radio Zoom rolling out to you. And I think this is going to be kind of a jam-packed edition, but not so jam-packed. It's going to be very relaxed, and uh, I don't know. I don't know if we're going to be able to cram in everything that we really want to say in this episode. And everything we want to listen to in this episode, too. Right. I got your mic level all right. Is it all right? Okay. I think you're good. Good. I'm still discombobulated from our very jam-packed action weekend. Mm-hmm. Whirlwind. Yes. Crazy, insane madness. Some of it involving some very geeky stuff, which yeah, maybe we'll save for another topic. You can read the blog, my blog, your blog. Mm-hmm. We had some fun stuff uh, exploring the techie neighborhood, geeky neighborhood of Vancouver over the weekend. But the big thing that happened, and which we're going to be spending a lot of this episode talking about, and not necessarily what happened, but also who it happened with. Mm-hmm. Who it all revolved around. Because it still kind of blows my mind that you got this opportunity. <laughs> I'm still excited. <laughs> so what, what, what? I'll let you explain it, because I can't even begin. Okay. <laughs> um, one of our favorite recording artists, Canadian musician, local blogger, um, Matthew Good. Um actually will or uh, I'm just, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was a big thing it was it was a, a well, inc- incredible experience I just wanted you know do I, do I go into the whole um, the history of Matthew Good and the Matthew Good band in Canada but I'm sure half the people or 90% of the people listening to this know who Matthew Good is um, he liked we'll, to think so yeah but for an intro I'll uh, just say um, as an American I can kind of say that's not exactly true Okay, okay. Well, we'll get into that then. We'll get into the, mm-hmm. the specifics, the nitty-gritty. But basically, um, he wrote on his blog, his last night in Vancouver, he's moving out. Of, he moved out of the downtown core. Um, Lifelong Vancouverite? Yep. Um, well, not in the downtown core. Right, but. but. Moving out of downtown core, um, do it, embarking on a whole new journey in his life, literally, figuratively. And he decided to spend his last night in Vancouver with fans. So early Friday morning, or it was Friday morning, he posted on his blog that he will invite 20 fans into his living room in his empty apartment, boxes, a few boxes in there still, and he will give a live, of course live, acoustic show to those 20 fans. And not just was it acoustic, I mean it was stripped down, unplugged. Oh yeah. Him and a guitar, no microphone, no And nothing. two puppies with a squeaky toy. Two puppies. <laughs> So uh, Friday morning, I wrote an email. He asked for the for fans to write an email why you should be there, uh, give your contact info, and I wrote an email. And the contest, quote unquote, closed at eight p.m. Friday night. So Thursday was, night. Oh, Thursday night, right? Because right. it was happening on Friday. So basically, about a twelve-hour window for you to check the Matthew Good uh, 
Uh, and read about this and enter this contest and uh, so I did I entered um, and then shortly after 8 p.m. I received an email and was invited to uh, to go Friday night and actually invited to live blog the event and uh, I didn't know if I was pushing it a little asking if I can bring someone but uh, uh, I got to go. You along. got to come along. So, <laughs> I was your plus one. You were my plus one. I'm your I don't know if anyone else plus got one, a plus thank one. <laughs> but yeah, it's being a Matthew Good fan for I guess ten years now. It's just so exciting. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, the whole thing, <laughs> the whole experience. <laughs> so I think we're going to talk a little bit more about this experience uh, and kind of help educate people more about Matthew Good. We'll talk more about the experience uh, of sitting in his very empty, uh, now vacant apartment, um, and uh, we'll explore some of the other topics that uh, come with the with the man that is known as Matthew Good. So it's going to be all Matthew Good this episode. Last episode was all Canucks and Elena mm-hmm. uh, from uh, Vancouver Canucks op-ed. This one's uh, Matthew Good, Vancouverite. So we're sticking along with the true theme, which is Vancouver, and uh, this one is. Ah, it still boggles my mind. So let's go ahead and kick it off with some music here. And uh, as you can imagine, in this episode, and graciously uh, permitted by Matthew Good himself, Mm -hmm. he said, play whatever you want. So go for it. Go for it. (laughs) Well, here we go. And this is going to actually be, uh, this is one of my my picks. I really like the song. It's one that keeps me coming back. Here you go. Shut you up Tried it should shut you up We've brought someone in To shut you up It's a life's Yeah. 
just talk over the last little bit of the song as it kind of fades in and fades out. The song is called While We Are Hunting Rabbits. And what albums that come off of? Um, his debut... My microphone on? Oh yeah, you're on. <laughs> his debut solo album, Avalanche. Actually, came out while I was living in Boston, so any song off that album just takes me back there. Because you lived in Boston for a year. Yes, I did. Being a pseudo-American. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I have to say that uh, the reason I, I keep coming back to that song, and uh, people that 
know me or longtime listeners of the podcast know that I really like music that, that rocks, yeah. such as tracks like I played uh, Load Me Up and Everything is Automatic, which are just really ripping tracks. But this one, I, mean, I, I like all sorts of music, and this one really, I think, exhibits a range that Matthew Good has mm-hmm. that I've, I've become to really appreciate, and especially in that performance that we got to sit in, it was exhibited greatly, and, and you know, he'd be just talking in conversation and then kick into the song. Just turn it on. Yeah. Go. Like a switch, and that, that's what really impresses me as, a, as an artist. Um, just to, not me as an artist, but him as an artist. So, I'll just fade this up a little bit. So we got a lot of Matt Good to talk about, and we mm-hmm. got more music to be playing by him. Recapping our experience. Oh, yeah. Actually, what you were just hearing there, um, I believe Vancouver Symphony Orchestra did some, uh, helped him out a bit on the Avalanche CD, so. Cool. There you go. What other information do you have? Oh, I, I, have I guess, because what we want to do here is mm-hmm. we want to help kind of educate those people that don't know about Matthew Good. Now, mm-hmm. your American audience. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, but, jeez, uh, the guy has a worldly audience, as you found out with the live blogging that you did at, at oh. uh, the thing on Friday. Over 150 comments. People logged on, refreshing my site incessantly. Just Stats went through the roof. <laughs> all over the world. Just, you know, he's got quite the following. Right. Um, yeah, so uh, just a little bit of background on Matt Good. Mm-hmm. Uh, albums, if you if the name sounds familiar and you're not currently a Matt Good fan, maybe you'd recognize some of these singles, um, especially if uh, you ever watched much music in the 90s or or even now, or listen to The Fox if you're in Vancouver. Um, first album, Matthew Good Band, was Last of the Ghetto Astronauts, which had Alabama Motel Room, Symbolistic White Walls, Haven't Slept in Years. Uh, then Underdogs, and what song was on Underdogs? The big uh, one. Um, load uh, Apparitions. I, apparitions. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is Automatic, Apparitions on there. Beautiful Midnight. Now, wasn't that the one that was also released in the States? Didn't you get a yes. copy of that with your, Actually, at that, your college? Yeah, at the college radio station where I, I got my, my feet wet mm-hmm. and my teeth cut. Uh, <laughs> that was the album that I became familiar with, Matthew Good, mm-hmm. uh, Matthew Good Band, and I actually reviewed it and put it into rotation uh, at the college radio station, KRUI in Iowa City. There you go. And uh, so on that album, we have Hello Time Bomb, Strange Days, and Load Me Up. And actually, it was uh, nominated for two Juno Awards, but that's... Another we, subject. Another subject. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the next Matthew Good Band album was The Audio of Being. Um, let's see what's on audio of being, uh, advertising on police cars, Carmelina, I believe. Um, don't ask me any questions. Oh, yeah, we, just spent, <laughs> we just spent a few minutes beforehand going through the library and I, I'm just, yeah, I'm discombobulated. You're with a very the new Matthew Good fan, but that's okay. At least you're a fan. I'm intermediate. <laughs> I wouldn't say I'm a novice. Yeah. 
Um, so the band dispersed in 2002, and then the solo album, which we were just talking about, Avalanche, was out in 2003. Second solo album was White Light Rock and Roll Review, politically charged White, lock, white, <laughs> white Light Rock, rock and Roll Review, and uh, and then just recently in a coma, which is. Um, 1995 to 2005, a collection of Matthew Good's band and solo works. Mm-hmm. It also came with a DVD. Yeah, which and actually I, was, I have right here in my hands right now. There you go. It's very cool packaging, but um, we, we did sit down and watch the DVD one day. Actually, was, mm-hmm. I bought you this. Yes, you did. Yeah, it was back, <laughs> it was back when I first got here and I had money. And you had money, yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> About uh, a year ago now. Right. Oh, but, I miss those days. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's a little background on uh, Matthew Good. He also has a book or he had you know released a book in 2001 um at last there's nothing left to say and his blog his website matthewgood.org which, which we should be, uh, have matthewgood.org lots of content up uh, there yeah associated also with um amnesty international um he writes about his life uh music uh political issues um u.s foreign policy canadian foreign policy Oh, world Everything. events around the world. world. Events, I mean, yeah. uh, he seems like in all the hot spots around the world, he seems like he knows somebody or is in contact with somebody, uh, be it Darfur or Lebanon or something. He, you know, he he's got a finger on what's going on. Just not necessarily involvement, but he's very uh, much concerned about those issues and mm-hmm. concerned just keeping about, people educated about right, it, publicizing them, uh, so that we we're as a public we're knowledgeable about it and we are aware, which mm-hmm. I think is very very important. That's why I read his site. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And to learn about the new MacBook. And <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but I think I do a pretty good job on my own. You know, maybe he could read my yes, site. Anyway, <laughs> John, that's shameless. <laughs> <laughs> Any other information though that uh, you've accumulated over there that you want to share? Oh, that I just grabbed off the wiki. <laughs> right. Well, and that's when you go to his website and he's you know his about me page goes mm-hmm. right to the the Wikipedia dot org page. Yeah. And uh, any other de- other details? Um, that's the abbreviated version. Didn't want to get into everything, but actually, uh, oh, I was going to mention that though. While we were hunting rabbits, the track you just played on the DVD on the Inacoma CD that we were just talking about mm-hmm. was actually developed uh, by animation students at Sheridan College. So, hmm. I actually, it have was, I don't think it, it was never on much music or anything like that. So, I don't think I recall seeing that. Maybe we skipped that one. Or maybe we didn't get that far. I wouldn't have skipped it. <laughs> I don't know. I probably watched it. <sighs> As you get older, <laughs> you tend to forget the things that uh, you've seen. Yeah. But uh, I think maybe what we should do here is go on to the next song. Oh, and this one. This this is the one that's coming up here. Okay. And uh, we'll play Near Fantastica. And actually, there's a little bit of background that you need to give about it. But uh, we'll come back and we'll start to get into... Uh, the experience itself. Oh yeah, the actual Friday uh, night little concert that was thrown in his uh, in his his living room. Mm-hmm. Well, empty room, apartment. Uh, so to kind of set this up, this uh, this song though, uh, near Fantastica, which is on originally on what album? Avalanche. Okay. For, on the first solo album. But this song. This version. Um, I can't remember when he had it on his website. There was one point, or maybe it was even on. Uh, the fan site near fantastic near fantastica.com because i used to post a lot on that or often on the board on the forum there and 
it must have been two years ago, or at least when the album came out, maybe 2003, um, Matt had posted some acoustic tracks on his website, or it, or it was on that site. I can't remember exactly where I got it. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is an acoustic track that was just posted up for a brief period of time as an MP3 on the website, which I managed to scoop. And I've transferred it from my laptop I had in Boston to several desktops I've had around here, and now it's on my iPod. And so now we've got it here to play. It's uh, a very unique acoustic version of Near Fantastica. So here it is, Matthew Good. When do you call home? Is it underneath the sky? It won't leave you alone If only it was raining water And not no educated bombs Cause it's some other man's business Or some other man's wrongs And what do you call a friend? How come the best of them ain't people But by definition dogs instead? Lackluster lives are buying shit They won't cry when you're dead Too far, too fast, too little, too late They say, ain't it?
song is called Near Fantastica, and it was in an acoustic version of that song, which we did not hear when we went over to his house on Friday. No. Uh, but we will be playing some other songs that we did hear uh, at uh, his home. His but house. But it's not his home anymore, because yeah. <laughs> he's uh, not going to be, uh, officially, he's not living in Vancouver, at least in Vancouver proper anymore, um, and he's making his way out of the country, essentially. Mm-hmm. Uh, where? Don't really know yet. But uh, the world is going to be his playground for at least a little while until he, he figures out where he wants to stay, where he wants to stick around at. Mm-hmm. So we should move on into the actual evening, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Where do you want to start? I don't know. Because <laughs> the one thing I will say, and I'm not trying to pick on you or anything, but I mean, this was a big night for you because you'd never done anything like this before and I had never done anything like a live blog mm-hmm. and I don't think we understood the at least the impact first off of being linked off of his blog mm-hmm. and secondly the reach that you you would have uh, to people as we were sitting there and you you were the one doing all the blogging and I was just I was taking some pictures and chatting with a few people um, and I guess one of the things, I'm just kind of, you can jump in at any time to mm-hmm. kind of go in here. But you know, when we first got there, when we first walked in, um, you know, when we were at the door. All of a sudden, you know, we knock on the door and all of a sudden the door opens up and there's Matt Good. Hey, guys, come on in. And he just walks right by us. <laughs> <laughs> and that's so I was like, okay, let's we'll go inside. And then all of a sudden the dogs run up and they're, they have toys and uh, they wanted to play. They were, you know, kind of checking us out. Benji was checking us out, but Casey wanted to play. Um, you know, these, these are the name of his dogs. Uh, that if you're familiar with the blog, you'll know what the, the, the significance of these dogs in his life. And uh, there's a guy there from Texas that had flown up the night before. The only guy who brought beer. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's a newfie, too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and... Uh, Man, there was a, a girl that flew from flew in from Edmonton. Yeah, that day, that very day. Since, as I was saying, the the blog post came up in the morning on Thursday. Thursday. 
and the announcement was made Thursday night, so she flew in on f- first thing she, c- for, yeah, first chance she got on Friday. I imagine. Well, there, and then there was also somebody that flew in, a, a girl from uh, Maryland. Uh-huh. Uh, she literally got off the plane, mm-hmm. walked out of YVR, and I don't know, bus cabbed it straight uh, to Matt's house and got there about a half hour late, hour yeah. late maybe. Yep. And left her luggage right there in the airport. It was that important that she get there you know, ASAP, which mm-hmm. is understandable. There was also a girl that made her way over from Victoria. Mm-hmm. Probably took a ferry. Um, so, and then there was a variety of people from the Lower Mainland mm-hmm. that, that came. I think we were the only people there who lived downtown. Yeah. <laughs> right in downtown. Yeah. Neighbors, but, so to um, say. But his neighbors actually did come over. Yeah, they came over. A little guy came over, too. Yep. A little toddler guy. Got a few things signed. I didn't get anything signed. I have I have one. I have beautiful Midnight album cover signed. Um, when the band did a signing outside the Fox, when the Fox was still over on Richards, I think Richards and Nelson. I went over there one day, or not one day, <laughs> when they were having a, a signing session. Mm-hmm. So I've got that album. But you know, I didn't. I didn't feel like. Not that I don't want to have things signed, but it kind of set the tone for the evening. It was casual friends fans yeah it didn't feel like there was any difference between anybody yeah i think everybody was all all the same uh in that evening even though you're a little tongue twisted you know talking just flat out just asking you know matt questions or or rod um who i'm still kind of confused on uh who he was but you know just friends that were there of his well, just the uh, the casual atmosphere, his intimate friends, and it seemed like people that worked closely with him, and fans who had been to 30 concerts, and those who run his fan site, and we were there, and, you know, people, he's obviously been in, in contact with fans he's known for a long time, and just that with the performance, and even while he's performing, people playing with the dogs, tossing the chew toy around, a little squeaky toy. I mean, even if you did try, I think at one point you're considering podcasting it or asking permission to podcast it. But even if you would have tried, it yeah. wouldn't have really worked out. <laughs> well, that was, that was the thing is that I, I did write on my blog that on the day that we were going there that I would love to have just sat up in the corner with the little May desk and uh, the crappy little Behringer mic that you're using and <laughs> Yay. well it works very well for what we're doing right now but mm-hmm. you know for live recording eh, I could have better things obviously and it would be a mono recording and I, I wanted to do that but I you know once I walked in that front door all that just kind of went out the window because mm-hmm. it wouldn't have captured what was going on there and at the same time um, the audio quality wouldn't have been very good because you had Casey chomping on the squeak toy all the time, <laughs> and uh, but or capturing Benji uh, howling, um, singing along, singing along <laughs> uh, with some of the songs. Mm-hmm. Some of that stuff you just you wouldn't have captured very well, and it, or just it would have been um, it would have made the significance insignificant, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. So, yeah, I do, I do kind of wish maybe. But other than that, I'm not sad about it. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, there is, uh, there there are some videos on nearfantastica.com. Yeah, I think he's got uh, one up right now, and they're trying to get a few more. But we have our documentation. I have my blog post, miss604.com, the whole live blog there. We all have our Flickr photos, those mm-hmm. who are there. And I have to say that Dan's pictures, Zona Boy on Flickr, 
amazing. Oh, yeah. He had... We're yeah. actually in one of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he had the big fancy camera and knew how to use it, and they're just really nice. Oh, yeah. And um, it, it was a little difficult, I think, to take pictures from on my side because I didn't have... I don't have the big swanky camera like uh, Zona Boy did, uh, but... You know, I, I captured some uh, that are on the Flickr, and I'm planning on putting something into the the album art here uh, mm-hmm. from uh, uh, to this podcast. So, be a picture of Matt playing a guitar um, with you blogging the whole time. So, I really encourage you know check out the show notes at RadioZoom.net for sure, and get the link to uh, your blog post and the 150 something like that. Yeah, comments <laughs> that came along with it. Mm-hmm. We had people checking in refreshing the page and just kind of getting the constant update and sitting at home and listening along to some of his CDs. Yeah. So, yeah, the concept of the live blog, I actually just did one post and I put timestamps and keep publishing with the timestamp. So if someone was watching the website, they'd refresh, there'd be a new uh, timestamp up there. And yeah, people were commenting that they put on the albums and were listening along because I was posting what tracks he was playing. Mm Mm-hmm. And, you know, a, a girl from New Zealand was even listening in. People from... It was raining in New Zealand Montana, on that day, apparently. Was it Montana and from uh, Texas and over on Vancouver Island, Ontario, Alberta. Just, it was nuts. And you know, the other thing that's interesting to point out, and I'm not trying to pick on those people, but uh, Ontario and the, the areas like in Toronto... They're three hours ahead of us in time zones, and they were checking in at, you know, when it was 10.30 at night, uh, refreshing the page, which means that on a Friday night, they were sitting at home checking out your live blog post because, you know, they were that big of a fan that they just couldn't peel themselves away. They wanted to, you know, try and be a Mm -hmm. part of this because they couldn't be in the area, even though it didn't stop some of these other people. Mm -hmm. Um, there was it was like a golden ticket to be there almost exactly and and when we went to bar camp the next morning people were like well, well what was the significance of this like why was it so special well h- have you heard of any other artists <laughs> inviting 20 fans into his home mm-hmm. and just uh the fact that he's you know leaving vancouver and the fact that you know it was just such a rare opportunity and it just came up so quickly and it all happened so fast and just being able to share it with everyone and being able to experience it i'm yeah i'm still <laughs> i'm still all wired i don't know how i get to sleep tonight <laughs> how about we do another track then we'll get yeah. our thing or get our uh, brains descrambled and uh sort out what we're gonna do for the next segment so we'll, we'll go on to this track um this comes off of uh let's see this comes from his matthew good band days which one is it faded oh yeah yep do you what album that came off of I would say Beautiful Midnight. <laughs> That's okay. But we're, I don't want to get in trouble if it's wrong. We're doing this off the cuff, and uh, Matt, if you're listening, um, we're doing our best. <laughs> Check it out. Faded. This is Radio Zoom. Wandering 
board, you know he's seen you naked a million times, a million times. I long to be dead and sleep with the fishes under the sea. They can swim through my hair and stop all the traffic jams. Stop all the traffic jams. Good, of course. There are people screaming at their computers right now or at their iPods listening to this podcast going, it's a lo-fi B-Sides. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I really am a Matt Good fan, I swear. Well, that's the beauty of live podcasting because, you know, we're not <laughs> splicing and, you know, chucking stuff in here at, uh, mm-hmm. you know. To make ourselves look good. <laughs> yeah. This is all one stream of consciousness. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, 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 that's the way I like to do it is I like to keep it a little live, a little bit on edge. Keep me on my toes. <laughs> yes. As always, asking you poignant questions that you do not know the answers to. Yes. Thank you, John. <laughs> so we're still talking about Matthew Good and the, the experience on Friday. I think, have, have we pretty much captured it as much as we possibly can? I mean, we, we'll, we'll link to my blog post about it. We'll link to your live blog post about it. But you made another blog post about it. Um <laughs> And we'll also, we pretty much covered it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, if, if you're not into the whole text thing, I'm sorry. You're going to have to go read it because there's only so much that we can talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, especially when I, I came home and I just wrote up. I wanted to write something when it was fresh in my memory. Mm-hmm. Even though I only got four hours of sleep before going to bar camp <laughs> the next morning. Mm-hmm. I had to do it. I had to do it when it was, you know, still crystal clear. So speaking about blogs, though, was one thing that we kind of want to talk about a little bit is Matthew Good's connection with his fans because friday night would not have happened without his blog oh definitely yeah and friday night wouldn't have reached the world without your blog i mean the connection here is is um 
it's it's really amazing and you know a lot of bands do it but i think there are a few artists out there that do i don't know if you want to say do it as well but do it the way that matthew good does it uh in terms of keeping that connection and uh, matthewgood.org is, is that website which has been in existence for gosh how many years now would you say several several years <laughs> But uh, he he posts basically daily. He has a Flickr account, mm-hmm. just like you and me, uh, and thousands of people around the world. He runs a WordPress blog. I run a WordPress blog. Yeah, it's you know? just it's just far different from your everyday band's website. Um, of course, he's got all the info on there, discography, um, music store, stuff like that. Um, but it's also his personal blog. Uh, about his views on the world, on politics, on the city, on people, on everything. Things that Benji and Casey do. Yeah, the dogs. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, about Vancouver, but she's been writing mm-hmm. a lot about Vancouver. And one thing I really, we were talking about during the song, kind of, is that he's leaving Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Big whoop. Well, it's a little bit bigger than that, because I, I know there's some people that are going to be out there like, you know, well, yeah, he's leaving Vancouver. You can come back. Well, I... This, according to him, chances of him coming back to Vancouver are quite slim. If it's not just for a visit with his his uh, you know family that are, that are in the area, him coming back to live in Vancouver is pretty slim, I think. Mm-hmm. And that's why there was the, the significance of of this uh, of this event that happened this past Friday. I can't remember the date. I want to put a date stamp on it, but I can't remember the date. Ah, we'll come Dead back. Air. Yeah, we'll come <laughs> so back to I us count later. backwards in my head. Right. <laughs> Um, I think on uh, on the other side of that, I will say this, that if you're listening to this podcast, to get juicy news or gossip, you've come to the wrong place, because mm-hmm. you're not going to find it here. I think that's all we really need to say about that. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, so speaking of his blog... Of, of things going on in his life um, he does have I, I can't believe I haven't put this on any of my posts yet um, the charity auction he has two paintings up for auction on his blog all proceeds uh, from the auction are going to the Vancouver Food Bank so giving back to the community mm-hmm. um, there are two paintings that he's done so for any information go back uh, go to matthewgood.org and the Auction closes on September 1st at 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So some people might get this a little late, depending on when they actually get around to listening to this, but mm-hmm. the, that deadline is coming up here very soon. Uh, what's some of the other details about his blog that we wanted to cover, though? I'm drawing a blank now. Politics or just uh, his recent post about Vancouver? Uh, yeah, that's that's... Something I think it's been debated, and I don't mm-hmm. think we really need to get into. No, I it's, think it's everyone has their personal opinions of Vancouver, and some are stronger than others. People have various reasons for having them, so mm-hmm. you know, some people have various opinions of Surrey, which of course is a lovely place, and anyone <laughs> born and raised in Surrey is fantastic. <laughs> which you have publicly said. Oh yeah, uh, on this podcast that you are a Surrey girl. Excuse me? I'm from some girl from Surrey. Thank you very much, husband. (laughs) Well, I'm an Iowa farm boy, so whatever. Uh, Yeah, we're quite the pair, aren't we? Yes, we we live in our own uh, stereotypes. We have all our own teeth. Right. (laughs) But that was actually a connection that you and uh, 
Matthew Good made is oh, yeah. in, in conversation. And you, you blogged about that. Yeah, in the I live put it blog on the post. live blog. Um, I find that lately it's so hard to find someone in Vancouver who actually was born and raised in Vancouver or in the surrounding cities. Um, so it's kind of neat to hear him talk about, you know, the old days of Vancouver. And um, I mentioned how I was born and raised in Surrey, asked where I grew up, like Wally. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, yeah, Wally Little League and talking about various places. He had family out there and um, just how the area has changed so much, even just further back than what I can remember. Um, but yeah, it's such a rarity. Everyone I work with uh, came here from Toronto two years ago or mm-hmm. a year ago or from somewhere else. And it's just rare these days to find born and raised Vancouverite. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think the same can be said about people in Manhattan, but that's another topic. <laughs> uh, the Gosh, you remind me. Oh, speaking about his blog and then the connection that you made, mm-hmm. um, besides what you teach me, about the history of Vancouver Mm -hmm. and your father (laughs) teaches me because he seems to know everything that there is to know about Vancouver and the surrounding areas really Mm -hmm. it's full of history um just reading his blog though also helps me gain more knowledge if not about the music scene but also just you know the city itself you know through his writing granted it's it's through his eyes and Mm -hmm. you know everybody's going to have their own take like you said but some of the things that he's said on his blog and some of the conversations that we had at uh, at the performance on Friday taught me oodles about the Vancouver music scene that I had known bits and pieces of mm-hmm. but a lot of the things that he talked about kind of put a lot more of the pieces of the puzzle together in terms of you know the west coast um, hardcore punk scene mm-hmm. is that what basically he phrased it as I don't yeah I don't want to. I don't want to get this too wrong because I know he's probably going to check this out. <laughs> uh, but that history is something that, well, you know, look at the fact that, like I said earlier, is that Americans, for the most part, don't really know of Mac Good. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, eh, Americans don't really know a lot about the Canadian music scene. It seems like the 49th parallel is this impen- uh, impenetrable wall of of ignorance that you just can't get down to the the United States. Oh, you can, but there's certain measures bands will need to go to and yes yes <laughs> and quite often that results in one man named bob rock but that's another story <laughs> and actually it's a post that i've made a while back and <laughs> yeah you, know, you can go back to my blog and uh see about my opinions about bob rock but anyway mm-hmm. uh just learning so much more about the vancouver scene and that's why i i kind of get i know that he's gonna be blogging from wherever he goes to that's what the, the whole travels he's going to be you know living and learning and and you know posting things and um still reporting back but being that he's going to be gone i think we're going to kind of lose a little bit of that history um of not having that of a daily vancouver blog yeah <laughs> losing that yeah because i think a lot more of it's going to turn to i don't want to predict what he's going to do but you know um I don't know. I just, it's going to be, it, I haven't been living here very long. I haven't mm-hmm. been a lifelong Matthew Good fan like you have. Well, I don't know about lifelong, <laughs> but you know, I'm just saying. I, I think when you become a rock and roll mm-hmm. fan in your teens, that be, you know, that, that constitutes the beginning of your, your life in terms of liking music. And uh, it's going to be sad to see him not be in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, he only lives a few used to live a few blocks away from us <laughs> <It does laughs> as we found to, out right. yeah um on that note 
I just wanted to go to something he mentioned on his blog today. Just that this doesn't mean that he's not going to put out music ever again. Actually, because of everything that's happened in his life recently, he feels like he's in a spot where he's writing some of the best music ever. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, so he, he's going away. He will be back in some form. And actually, he was just, there was some, a note on there as well. He's actually put out an album almost every year for like the past several years, which is a rarity in music lately. Mm-hmm. So, you know, taking a bit of time off won't hurt anybody. I think also, <coughs> excuse me, <laughs> I think also too is that uh, he's he's got a contract where he has to do another another album hmm. uh, with his, his his label. However, after that, it makes me wonder what uh, what possibilities might come about because um, it tends to give you a little more bargaining mm-hmm. when you have to go to uh, resign a contract with the record label. So it would be be really interesting to see what he does with the, the rest of his musical career. I don't think he's going to be giving up music anytime soon for sure. Oh, no. Uh, it may seem like to some that he's kind of throwing it away or not throwing it away but you know i mean kind of pushing it aside and trying to move on to a different part portion of his life which is true but i think the music is going to go on with him with him and uh, it will still be around mm-hmm. I, I i can't imagine him not doing that because you know when he performed on friday he told us he hadn't picked up the the guitar for a month month and a half or since since the tour yeah the acoustic tour right yeah. He picked it up and played it just fine to, you know, mm-hmm. I thought, even though he did kind of forget some songs, how to play some songs and how to, you know, Oh, there's some just so lyrics. much going on. <laughs> but, yeah, people were just kind of saying, can you play this song? Can you play this song? He's like, well, how about, a, you know, no, try a different one, you know, and he kind of went through. Also what worked acoustically in yeah. a living room. <laughs> right. So you can also go to um, com and get the, the playlist. Mm-hmm. Of, the, of that whole night and we're starting to run a little long here and i want to be able to squeeze in two more songs and uh, i think we'll go ahead and play prime, primetime deliverance okay that's when he played that night right he played faded and he also played primetime deliverance so we'll go ahead and kick this off and then uh, we'll kind of come up come back with some uh ending thoughts okay just kind of off the cuff no real uh, roadmap here and uh just a big stream of consciousness consciousness from that night because we just can't pen it down to some show notes bullet points uh-uh, it's just not gonna work just won't no so here it is primetime deliverance Matthew good ready zoom red red lips with some secret solution
Prime time deliverance. Matthew Good. That's the version that's on in a comb. But uh, the plugged in version of that song, was it plugged in? It's on Underdogs. Okay. So we got uh, about 55 minutes into this episode. And it's it's gonna it's kind of a long one, and I realize that we've been kind of just rambling uh, about Matt Good and 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 uh, the experience that we had going over to his house for a private concert, I guess, as he sat in front of his windows looking out to, of his uh, his apartment in uh, downtown Vancouver, with twenty people sitting on the floor around the room, some of them spilling over into the sunroom. There's people that had, uh, I think, people that he'd closer friends and uh, neighbors, like in certain, like people that lived next door mm-hmm. in the next door apartment, um, that were in the kitchen, and you know the kitchen had a, you know the little uh, kind of breakfast nook, kind of looking out into the into the living room area. So there were people all around, sitting on the floor. Some people were drinking Stellas, and. Me with the hot laptop on my lap. Right. And uh, people with cameras. I mean, he was totally fine. People taking pictures. And uh, people brought whatever they could to help document the, the occasion in terms of the camera. From Zona Boy, what's his real name? Dan. Dan. Uh, with 
you know the mega fancy camera to um I think a camera that looked like it was from 1993. <laughs> uh, it was still digital, mm-hmm. but I think it was only like a 1.2 megapixel camera or something like that. Which our is, phones are better than that. Yeah, our phones are <laughs> 1.2 megapixels. But so still, just having the yeah, documenting it like you said. Mm-hmm. And some people have written some blog posts, which I think are linked off of nearfantastica.com. Yes. Um, and some of them uh, have been tracked back to your your blog post. Uh, I'm trying to think of any, any other details. I just think it's, it may seem like you and I have been oversaturating this whole thing, even though it only happened on Friday, mm-hmm. um, just with our blog posts and a, and a podcast. But, you know, of the millions, millions, thousands, millions of Matthew Good fans out there, I think it's it's our duty. <laughs> yeah, we were a select few uh, of, of being lucky ones. And instead of, this isn't about, gloating or bragging uh, that I got to hang out with Matt Good. Uh, and there's probably people out there that upset that somebody like me that isn't nearly as a rabid fan. Um, I'm just a music lover in general. And you just happen to know me. Right. <laughs> I, I will admit that I was lucky that I got to go along. Um, but it's one of those experiences that I will never forget for the rest of my life. And uh, yeah, it is our... I think part of our job to kind of relay the experience so that way other people that didn't get to go there or really, you know, missed out by just a narrow margin or whatever. We're not trying to brag. We're just trying to share. Mm -hmm. And yes, it was a really wonderful experience. Yes, it was a really great time. Now just thinking about it, I'm going to (laughs) cry. I, you know... It's it's a significance or significant. It's a significant moment, I think, in rock and roll history. Be it Canadian rock and roll history or North American or or world, um, there's going to be, I think, a slot with Matthew Good in that the whole history books of of you know that what makes up rock and roll, especially in Canadian music history. There you go. Well put. I just have one more thing to add, John. Hmm? We're not getting a lap dog. <laughs> <laughs> I know you fell in love with Casey, but no. <laughs> yes. Uh, actually, I made a bug post about this not long ago. <laughs> and we have a name for lap dogs. What do we call them? They're puntable. They're puntable. But I will say that that experience has changed my mind. <laughs> I'm not going to say I'm going to rush out and get a lap dog or equivalent I'm not saying that he has what, what the dogs he has are lap dogs in the negative connotation type of sense but uh, I think I could handle it <laughs> I wouldn't be so opposed I still want a boxer though oh, we'll have to talk about this another time John <laughs> Okay. so instead of uh, ro- rolling the bed music here and uh, going out in our, our classic style uh, I think we're going to end it on another song. And this okay. is a song that he played on that Friday night. and Very, very popular song. Yes, it was, I think, probably said in that room. People in the room were spitting out requests. requests as well as people on the blog posts, on the comments, were spitting out, you know, play this, play this. And like, they're not even here. Yeah. And they're requesting songs, which was amazing. It was simply, simply amazing. Thank you for coming, John. 
thank you for the opportunity. Thanks for sharing it with me. It, it, it means a lot. Well, thank you to... Uh, and now I'm going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you to Mr. Matt Good for allowing us to come over. Are you going to be okay? Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, we'll just we'll run the song and uh, we'll say goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> Tired